Good morning. And it's officially 10:15 St. Peter's time. But before we begin worship, I do still need someone to help with the chalice. Can Bob you'll help Rob you'll help? Great. I appreciate that. Just come up right after the piece and I'll fill you in. Super. Thank you for volunteering. On that note, I invite everyone to please stand and our service begins at the front of our service booklet. So please stand. And we begin on page 355 of the Red Prayer Book or on the front of our booklet. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. In lieu of the Gloria, we will sing hymn 657 in the blue hymnals. be with you. Let us pray. 
O God, you have taught us to keep all your commandments by loving you and our neighbor. Grant us the grace of your Holy Spirit that we may be devoted to you with our whole heart and united to one another with pure affection through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. Zachariah. Rejoice gratefully, O daughter Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter Jerusalem. You, lo, your king comes to you, triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the fowl of a donkey. He will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horses from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall command peace to the nations. His dominions shall be from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of this earth. As for you also, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore to you double the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm will be read together. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is loving to everyone. <coughs> All your works praise you, O Lord, and your faithful servants bless you. They make known the glory, glory of, of your kingdom <coughs> and speak of your power. That, that peoples, peoples may, may know of your power, your power and, and the, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your, your kingdom is everlasting kingdom. kingdom. Your, your dominion endures throughout all ages. The Lord is faithful in all his words and merciful in all his deeds. The Lord upholds all those who fall. He lifts up those who are bowed down. A reading from Romans. <clears throat> I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good. But in fact, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, within my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inmost self, but I see in my members another law at, work, at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin 
that dwells within my members. Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand as you are able and join in singing together hymn 457, found in our blue hymnals. gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, To what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, 
for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. What is addiction? If you are a psychologist or mental health worker, you will say it is a compulsion, perhaps even a learned behavior that can be unlearned through psychotherapy. If you're looking at it from the medical field of a psychiatrist or doctor, one would say that it may be a chemical disorder and now can be treated through medication. But if we were to ask Paul how he would define the concept of an addiction, what he would tell us is that it is a form of enslavement. We are enslaved to our compulsions. We are enslaved to our desires. Ultimately, what Paul would say is that we are truly enslaved to sin itself. Now, before I go forward, I think it is important to understand how Paul understood that term sin. From Paul's perspective, sin is anything that takes us away from God or calls us to turn our backs on God. And so in this morning's passage from Romans, we hear that wonderfully confusing conversation that Paul seems to be having with himself about doing those things that he does not want to do and not doing that which he does wish to do. And ultimately, he comes to the conclusion that he's kind of in this tug of war in life. Almost like his arms are outstretched and there's these two forces pulling at him. One is evil and darkness and the ways of this world, and the other is his desire and the love of Christ through the cross itself. Both seem to be pulling at him, and he struggles with keeping himself facing towards the life and being in one or righteous in right relationship with God through Christ. So as Paul goes through this conversation, he also comes at it from the perspective of having been a Pharisee, one who was a lawyer of his time, one who loved Torah and chose to fully live into all 600 plus laws. It was his understanding that if one could keep all the laws, then one could have a right relationship with God and find salvation. But trying to do that on his own is like climbing one of those rope ladders at a carnival or amusement park, one that if you can get to the top and hit the pole, you might get a free teddy bear or something, but one that twists and turns and requires great balance and actually is quite impossible not to be dumped into the um, trampoline or whatever is below. Paul has come to realize that 
in order to get over his enslavement or addiction to sin. He needs help. He cannot do it on his own. In the same way, you and I cannot do it on our own and must come to understand that it is only through the work of Christ and the cross and to open ourselves up to say, God, we need your help to receive that grace that comes pouring through that we can free ourselves from our addiction to sin and to evil and allow ourselves the freedom of the light of Christ itself. One of my colleagues this week explained it this way for each and every one of us. It's kind of like having a car that breaks down just before it's about to go up a hill. And there is that moment where you're in the driver's seat saying to yourself, I know we can get up. I'll just keep pushing the gas. It'll go up that hill. We can do this. We can do this car. Until finally you say to yourself, it ain't going to happen. I've got to call the tow truck. We're the broken down car when it comes to sin. God is the tow truck that brings us to the repair shop. But what does it look like to totally allow ourselves to receive what Jesus calls us to in the gospel? To receive the light yoke of God. To allow ourselves to fully lay before the cross the burdens of evil within our lives so we can, can free ourselves to follow Christ. In the spiritual direction world, the concept that they're leading towards is called holy surrender. The full giving of ourselves over to the will of God. To literally be like an oxen to take on the yoke and allow God to guide us through life itself. And to put our whole trust in God God's self. And it's interesting. When we are able to get to that point, there is a freedom and a sense of inner peace. In this past week, for some reason, I'll leave it on God's hand and claim it godly, that on my social media, I have been receiving all these videos of somebody interviewing cloistered nuns. And the person who's doing the reporting and the interviewing has one basic premise. He's trying to figure out how is it that these women who have given up everything in this world to live a cloistered life seem to be filled with so much inner peace and joy. And as he interviews each sister individually, you hear the same response. This life has allowed me the freedom to focus fully on God, to truly be a bride of Jesus. And that is what gives them joy, free of the worries 
and the burdens of the world itself. Their answer is not all that different from Thomas Merton, who writes that he has never found greater freedom, but that of which within his cell as a cloistered monk. The freedom that they're all expressing is the same. Not the freedom necessarily to do as we please, or the freedom to accumulate worldly goods or to buy or do whatever our base desires call of us, but the freedom to let go of all that enslaves us, to live as if one and focus on one thing, one's relationship with God through Christ. That, for them, is the taking on of the yoke that Jesus speaks of. That, for them, is to letting go of the burdens that wear us down and tire us up. That, for them, is what brings them the rest that Jesus offers us in Matthew. But not all of us are called to a monastic life. Not all of us are able to free ourselves up from responsibility to focus solely on our relationship and to serve God. But each and every one of us does have the opportunity to go through our lives and to let go of that which holds us back to surrender ourselves to Christ and allow Christ not to be our co-pilot in life, but to let Christ and God be our pilot. And all of us are called to accept that we cannot do it on this earth alone, but for our dependency on God's grace as given to us through the cross. Yes, just like Paul, we have that same addiction. We are truly being pulled between sin and evil and the light of Christ. And each and every day we struggle and pull. Some days we're successful, some days we are not. But the good news is Christ has given us the way, the gift of grace, so that as we fail, we still succeed. So let us admit to ourselves that we too, like Paul, are enslaved to sin in this world. But through the grace of God and the cross, we can rest. Because we can accept the yoke and guidance of God to rest in the arms of Christ. Amen. Let us affirm our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. Please stand as you're able. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. 
On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, guide the people of this land and all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, in our, in our parish cycle of prayer, we pray for Maria Clements, Duncan and Christina Cocroft, Brooke and Kristen Cornell. Lord, in your mercy, in our diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for grazing, amazing grace ministries at the ACI. Lord, in your mercy, we commend to your mercy all who have died, especially Barbara Brown Morrison, Mimi Samus, and Maureen Schiller, that your will for them may be fulfilled and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, hear the prayers of your people. In what we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually 
to the glory of your name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of our Savior Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name, amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand as you're able. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. I invite everyone to please be seated for the announcements and up comes Ron. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. My name is Ron Cowie. I'm the senior warden. And uh, the only announcement that I, I have is that on the 19th, we're having the cookout. Now, in the mailer, it keeps on saying it's an upscale cookout. I don't know what that means. That's not my wording. Um, hmm? Yeah, well, I mean, I'll wear my chino pants, and maybe that will kind of take it up to another level. Um, but it's going to be great. It, everyone's welcome. Uh, all you got to do is show up. And if you want to help out, we'll be setting up probably around 5 o'clock, 4.30 or so. Uh, I think I've drafted uh, Paul Sardelli to make the sausage and peppers. I'm going to do the peppers. But it's going to be hot dogs, hamburgers, and some fun side dishes and some vegetarian options. Uh, bring a friend. We'll be out there, weather permitting. And if the weather stinks, I guess we'll be inside and we'll improvise. Um, we're not going to let weather stand in the way of getting together and have a good time. Does anyone else have any kind of announcements? Or not kind of, but announcements, joys, concerns, thoughts? Yes, way in the back. Um, that's all I got. Anything <laughs> okay. else? Uh, yeah, just one announcement from me. Two announcements for me, actually. Two announcements. One, um, funeral services for Barbara Brown Morrison will take place Friday at 10 a.m. here at St. Peter's. Calling hours are Thursday afternoon at Avery Storty. I am looking for people to help um, recruiting for ushers and um, LEMs, etc., to help kind of make the day in the morning go smoothly. Also, just a reminder, um, we do have posted on our Google Sheets or through Sign Up Genie uh, opportunities for lay Eucharistic ministers, readers, ushers, um, coffee hour, all of that on our Sign Up Genie all the way through December. So this week, take out your calendars when you get your um, ENET on Friday and let us know when and how you can help us in the weeks ahead. Also, right alongside that through Sign Up Genie and the back of the church, you can sign up for weekly flowers and or the lamp um, right through the end of this year. Please take time and fill that in, especially if you have a specific 
date that you want flowers for because they do go fast. And we always get this phone call saying, gee, can I have such and such date? And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's already taken. So-and-so beat you to it six months ago. So um, please sign up in advance and let us know how you can help. Also, again, thank you to Margaret Clark, who's filling in for Tony. Uh, she'll be here with us next week. And if you're on Facebook, you know Tony's having a great time in Italy taking pictures of food and mountains. So, um, Paul, you have one thing. On that note, walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God. be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, for you are the source of light and life. You made us in your image and called us to new life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, we praise you 
joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. That the last day bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. 
Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Let us pray. Eternal God, you have graciously accepted us as living members of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Savior. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Please stand and join together in singing hymn 544. Thanks be to God.